Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Nick. You can find us at the HyperClean Specialist Store on Facebook. Also, hypercleanstore.com. Going to get right into it today on a post of that we saw on HyperClean Specialist, excuse me. The post asked a simple question. I'm glad the question was asked. I'm, I'm really loving that group. It's giving us a lot to think about as a company and watch a lot of your success as customers and the way you're using the products. So keep pumping out the content on that page. It, it really helps. And it's a great community of people, uh, you know, enjoying the products and, and, and helping each other with solve problems. So the question was asked about Carfax. Is hyperclean coatings registered a Carfax yet? The answer is no. But I want to ask a question. What problem are you solving is probably a question that doesn't get asked enough in our industry as professionals, DIYers, doesn't matter. Doesn't get asked by chemical companies or towel companies or pad companies or any of us quite enough. It's just the nature of the beast. What problem are you solving and who are you solving the problem for? And that's the interesting thing about this warranty slash Carfax question. Number one, want to reiterate, we have a compliant third-party administered warranty on all of our coatings. You got to register them. You got to follow the rules. That's everybody's coding throughout the entire world that's involved in this program. And there's only a couple programs and they're all the same. What problem are you solving by using Carfax? Well, I, you know, I, I register all my coatings with Carfax and it's such a positive and my clients love it. Okay. But what problem are you solving and for what type of customer are you solving? Let's talk about the buyer, the seller, and the dealer when it comes to the people that look at Carfax. Number one, many of you on Facebook and other places tell me every auto dealer is an idiot. Every salesman at the dealership's an idiot. Every, every person at details is an idiot at the dealership. That's what the Facebook world, detailing world tells me, that pro detailers know everything and everybody at the dealership knows very little. Okay. Fine by me. I'm just going to go off what you guys tell me. So the dealer is not going to care that, that your customer has a Carfax registered ceramic coating. Your customer is not going to make more money if they sell a ceramic coated vehicle to the dealership. And let me give you a personal example. Within the last two months, I sold a vehicle that had full front-end PPF, completely ceramic-coated. All I got was the exact amount for a car in excellent shape. Want to know why? Because there's no extra money for PPF. There's no extra money for ceramic coating. And look, if there's no money for P proper PPF, there's no money for ceramic coating, guys. Like, Let's just be honest. PPF is a much more expensive product to have put on a car. 
You don't get any benefit for it. You don't get benefit because you have a Carfax ceramic coating registration. Matter of fact, most dealers look at those things as a negative. I want you to hear that again. Most dealerships look at a ceramic coating as a negative because now it's on the Carfax and their salesman has to explain it to the customer. Well, as all of you tell me all the time, dealerships don't know what they're doing. So how is the salesman going to magically sell this properly? They're magically going to understand. So the seller to the dealership doesn't benefit from it. The dealership doesn't benefit from it because remember, the dealership isn't going to explain it properly to the, to the next customer buying. They're not going to give you any extra money buying it from you. And they want to install their own warranty system on all the cars that they sell. So where's the positive for the person you put it on for? There isn't one. Where's the positive for the dealership? There isn't one. Now let's talk about the buyer of that car. After you sold, your customer sells it, the dealer gets it. Those two parties haven't won from it. Let's talk about the buyer. Now, as we've all seen, I've seen certified, trained, ceramic coating installers of major brands improperly install ceramic coating, as have many of you. So how does the buyer benefit? They don't really know the quality of the work. They don't know exactly what package was paid for. They don't really know if it's a coating they would choose. Now they can't own the car free and clear. They got it. They've inherited somebody else's decision on the exterior. And a lot of times, guys, let's be very fair. When you don't have a relationship with the detailer that installed the coating, if something were to go wrong, you're just on the hook as the buyer. You're not going to go chase down who did it and go, hey, look, this is what's happened. You know, this is our situation. That's not how this works. So the seller to the dealership didn't make any, and, and again, it could be a seller privately. You're not going to get more money from a buyer. You are putting a ceramic coating on a car as an owner because you want to take pride in your car. You want to aesthetically drive around a car that looks great. We have to stop lying to ourselves in the detailing industry. Like we're doing, you know, the most important work in the business, in the whole world. We are providing a service to people that want to keep their cars looking great. We are restoring cars that people have damaged and so on and so forth. But Carfax doesn't solve a problem for anybody. It does more to create problems than it does to solve. And you've heard a lot of talk about warranties. Go back, please, everybody, and find the episode Marty and I did with some guests on warranties on the Pints and Polishing Podcast. For those that were there and remember that episode, it was very eye-opening how much came out in that episode. And I'll leave it at that. The next part is there was supposed to be a speech at MTE. 
about warranties. That was canceled the very following week and changed. And then the business that was on basically stopped talking so much about warranties. You want to know why? Because when you actually think through this thing, warranties aren't a big deal. And again, it comes down to what problem and whose problem are you solving? Warranties don't solve a lot of people's problems, guys. The Carfax thing solves no one's problems. It actually creates way more headache. And let me say one more thing to put a stamp on Carfax. Carfax is not an accurate representation of anything. It is an accurate representation of most of the good stuff that goes on. And let me give you two to three examples really quick to get off the Carfax thing. You had the flood down in Louisiana. You had the flood in Houston where massive amounts of cars were damaged. Carfax didn't have most of those as flood damage. Every time you have a flood, you have flooded cars sent through the auction system. Largely, Carfax could not account for any of those flooded vehicles. Very small percentage. Think about that. People were buying flooded vehicles and had no idea because Carfax wasn't reported. You want to know why? Until something's reported to Carfax, Carfax doesn't know about it. The next thing, a dealership, uh, a manufacturer distribution center can wreck your car up to a very, 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 very high level, big number, and not have to report it to Carfax. Because Carfax is not a government agency, guys. It's a volunteer system that everybody, quote unquote, agrees to be in. But let me tell you, the vast majority of things that matter aren't on Carfax. So talking about the Carfax report is a surefire way to tell me you don't know anything about buying and selling cars. Go talk to any person that's been a general manager of a big dealership. They knew 10 or 15 years ago Carfax was nonsense. Doesn't mean it's not a great little tiny part of the, 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 the sales process that I can get maybe 20, 30% of the story. But the reality is I'm not going to get the full story of, of, of any car anywhere at all by Carfax. And so what does the registration do for anybody? Doesn't help the buyer, doesn't help the seller, doesn't help the dealer. Nobody makes more money. Nobody gets a better experience because of it. Nothing happens. Whose problem are we solving? It's a great question to continue to ask ourselves here in a detailing world. So I want to talk about the different people that you may run into in the detailing business, middle class, upper class, and extremely wealthy. Probably the number one question I get asked is how to do business with the extremely wealthy people that we do business with. Probably the number one question I get asked, actually. Everybody wants to detail Lambos and McLarens and, and do PPF, and they want to have all these different things. Awesome, man. I root everybody on for that. But I want you to walk yourself through something here in a very simplistic way. Extremely wealthy people that we do business with if you walked into a first meeting and you started talking about, hey, you know, I do this service, that service, you know, it comes with a warranty, the vast majority of extremely wealthy people would never talk to you again. You want to know why? 
if somebody's making 20, 30, 40 million dollars a month, a month, like extremely wealthy people are doing, do you think they care about a warranty on a $2,000 coding job? Just common sense that they don't, that they're making more than that an hour. They don't have time to think about those type of things. And they're not worried about a $2,000 expense. They're worried about hiring people that carry themselves in a certain way to handle their business in a certain way. It's a hard thing for people to hear because we want things to matter to our customers. They just don't. And extremely wealthy people, if you talked about warranties, would kick you out of their office. I called two of the wealthiest guys that I know in my business and asked them this very question. They said, that's the most ridiculous thing they've ever heard. Getting ready for this episode, I made that phone call. I want you to ask yourself again, whose problem are you solving? So let's go down to the guy that's maybe not extremely wealthy, but still has a lot of money. Maybe in his household, he brings in over $250,000 a year. It's a lot of money. Let's say him and his wife bring home anywhere between $250,000 and a million dollars a year. Okay. Again, Ask yourself why those people would care about a $2,000 expense. If I bring home 250 grand, I'm making 20 grand a month. A $2,000 expense is not something that's really on my radar as a big deal. This is where we've overvalued things. We've overvalued what a warranty means, what a car fax registration means. These guys don't care. And let's go now to the middle class. You're doing the mom vans, quick interiors and exteriors. You're trying to step your game up. Tell me why a grocery getter benefits from any of this. Well, it doesn't because largely those aren't the people purchasing $1,500 to $2,500 coatings. We know it's the upper class purchasing most of those really high-end packages. Those guys just don't care. So the point of this conversation is not to bang on warranties and not to bang on Carfax. The point of this part of the episode today is to understand who we're solving a problem for. And that's something in the detailing industry we don't do very well. We just act like everybody should have do everything we tell them to do without ever asking, what is it helping them? Well, Nick, it's a sales point. To who? The ultra wealthy are going to laugh at you. The upper class are going to laugh at you. If they're good clients, they are. And the middle class largely doesn't pay this, doesn't pay for this service. Who exactly are we selling it to? I run a very, very large detailing business. Still can't figure out who benefits and who we sell this to. Had a C8 Corvette dropped off for a full-body PPF wrap. The film comes with a 10-year warranty. Customer never asked. I never talked about it. And that means about, what, 12 straight years of not talking to my customers about the warranty. I want you to think about that. Are we doing this because somebody at a company is telling us it's smart 
Are we doing it because it's actually benefiting our customer base? Carfax has no bearing on what on your detailing business whatsoever. Has no bearing on whether your customer gets a lot of value or doesn't. And in a lot of cases, ceramic coating on Carfax when they go to sell their car could be a hindrance. You could have dealerships take money off because of it. Happens all the time. We have to ask these questions, man. Such a great question in the specialist group. But if you're not buying our coatings because of Carfax, that's just not the real world. I've never registered a single coating ever in my life with Carfax. And magically at this point, when I was really cranking, we were doing 100 plus coatings a month, applications a month. Uh, when that was our focus, uh, you know, we hadn't had PPF yet. You know, coding was just taken off. We were doing, you know, 12 to 1500 coatings a year. I wasn't one time ever asked about warranty. I wasn't one time ever asked about Carfax and nor did I bring it up. Doing things on a high level are not warranty based because the warranty is always going to be you. And I'm going to leave you a thought on warranties. There are these third-party administrators that make warranties legal in the eyes of the federal government and the state governments. But warranties are only as good as the company who's standing behind them. Warranties don't matter, guys, unless the company stands behind them. Go look at what LG and Samsung refrigerators are doing to customers. Look at the Subaru situation I got into on a vehicle we owned for my family. It was under warranty. They couldn't get the part. We were going to be out without the car. They stuck their metal finger up to us. We had to handle it. I had no choice. We needed a vehicle, right? Warranty did me no good. It's all good. I mean, I never thought about the warranty. They told me it was under warranty. The warranty didn't mean anything. So what problem did they solve for me by giving me a warranty? They didn't. I was still going to have to wait weeks or months for a part. I was still stranded without a vehicle and so on and so forth. But go look at the refrigeration industry with LG and Samsung. It's a complete nightmare, just dumping water on people's floors, no end in sight, not standing behind their product. And let me give you one from the world that we're in. There's a company known for designer PPF. You guys can go figure that out. I got three separate incidents of three des of, of the same designer film from this company failing, the top coats failing. Anybody that knows, knows. And by the way, mistakes happen in manufacturing. No big deal. Send out some new pieces and, and get the customers cared for. Mistakes happen. No manufacturer is perfect, and we shouldn't expect that. So what happened when these three gentlemen went to a reputable company, all three different spots of the country, they don't know one another, have between 10 and 20 years that their shops have been open. The top coat's failing. On a very, 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 very expensive designer film from a reputable company. All three have had their warranties de declined. Oh, that's not our issue. You installed it improperly. No, they didn't. These guys have 10 to 20 years experience. The top coat's failing. 
The thing about warranties that nobody tells you is at the end of it, it's the company that has to stand behind it. Because if I, if, if a company makes you go through the third party system, those third party systems don't pay out 98% of the time, 97% of the time. 3% of people get their warranty accepted. Let's just call it less than 5%. We have such an interesting conversation around warranties. But we don't actually tell the truth about them. That the only way HyperClean's warranties matter is that you believe Marty and I are going to stand behind our products, which we do. But those that preach about warranties, you know, the funny thing is they're playing the warranty game. They're not going to stand behind their product. They're going to stand behind their warranty company. And I can give you ceramic coating companies, PPF companies, windshield film, anybody you want. A minute that they are heavily in that warranty game, which is a dealership-based game, they're in the business of trying not to handle their problems. If anybody had a warranty claim against HyperClean, Marty and I would get involved and say, hey, let's handle this thing. I got the government paperwork. I got the third-party administrator. I got, I would want to, hey, man, I got to take care of my customer. But here's a, a company that I just shared with you that's going on right now. Topcoat's failing. They've had a manufacturing mistake. Everyone's human. But now they're not going to stand behind their installers. They're not going to stand behind their product. They're not going to stand behind the end customer. You want to know why? Because they're not trying to do the right thing. They're trying to sell you this film. They know there's a problem, and they don't want to take it on the chin. I can't stress this enough. We have to get serious as detailers about who and what problem we are solving. It's that simple. We got a C8 Corvette, which I really love these vehicles, man. When the Z06 comes out, I think there's going to be one of the craziest sports cars on the market. We're doing a full body PPF. That's why I'm recording pretty early in the morning here, West Coast time, because uh, I got to get back to it. We got to get this project out by next week. It's been really eye-opening to continue to work with these C8 Corvettes. I think they did such a good job. I think Chevy has massive problem with the reverse button now, but Again, this is this car has been a little bit lost in the shuffle of how special it is and the things they did. And my customers respect this one really, really nicely. And it's a lot of fun to work on. It's a lot of fun to work on. I'm glad we have it in the shop. I, you know, we've had four or five now, but we got a couple Z06s on order with customers. I can't wait to see those and drive those in person. I'll share more about that project next week on next week's episode. But I want to finish today's episode with a thought. We just had a pretty heavy conversation about warranties and Carfax, and I get it, man. That stuff's not always the most fun, but I want to talk about something that's going on in every facet of the world that we in the detailing industry need to understand a little bit better. We need to say some of these things out loud, in my opinion. We're lucky that a couple of our clients are sponsored by companies like Nike and Under Armour and those types of people. 
when you show up to their house, they'll have like 50, 60 boxes on the front step from their company, sending them clothes and stuff like that, shoes and whatnot. You know what those people don't have is freedom of expression about Nike or Under Armour or whoever. 90% of the stuff that they get in the mail is garbage. They hate it. They'll tell you that privately. Do you think they go out and go, hey, you know, Nike sponsors me, but 90% of this stuff is garbage. You think that's how sponsorship and advertising works? Many of you know that it doesn't. Those people tell you what Nike tells them to say, or they tiptoe around, or whatever the case may be. The same is going on. Go back to the Pan the Organizer news a couple years ago, where people were very shocked that he was a paid advertiser for different companies. On this podcast, I said, I don't think it's a big deal at all. YouTube is a TV show. It is what it is. He should make the money, but we should know the game. Recently, I've been hearing a lot as the detailing industry grows, as content creators grows on TikTok and Facebook and podcast and YouTube about who's really independent. You know, we really can say what we want to say here. Okay. I want you guys to think about something over this long weekend. I know many of you are probably going to work Saturday and take Sunday, Monday off, but here's the thing that I want people to hear from me. If you take a dollar from anybody as a sponsor, you're not independent at all. If you take a dollar in advertising, you're not independent at all. And there's nothing wrong with it. This is the way the world works. This is the way the business world works. We don't have to be upset about it. But don't say things that aren't true. If you take advertising dollars or sponsorship dollars from a company, can you go out and tell people that 50% of their products are garbage or you don't like them? Because nobody makes a 100% perfect product. No, you can't. You got to be respectful to your sponsors. Or you should be, or you won't have them for very long. But I hear a lot of comments getting made, and I hear a lot of things being passed my way. And I want our community of people to be educated. Folks, everybody has an agenda of some sort. Everybody's trying to feed their family and make a buck. And there's going to be different ways that people do that. Look, we sell products here at HyperClean. Those products allow us to support our staff, and now you get to support their family, and we get to support our family, and you get to support your family through your detailing efforts or you know, get to enjoy your hobby if you're a DIY person. But I can't come on a podcast and say everything that's on my mind about this industry. Let me be very frank. The things that we know after 20-plus years each would astound a lot of people. And so, no, we can't come on hyper clean and start giving out everything that we know and, and say whatever we want. We got to have some level of professionalism. So nobody in this world, including you listening, has 100% freedom to say everything that they want to say in every minute of the day. You guys have jerk customers that you still do business with. How many of you go tell them to F off? Because that's what you want to tell them. That's what you're saying in your head, but you can't say everything that you want. We're all, we're all under some type of restriction, okay? 
may not be a lot of restriction here in the United States, but there's some restriction of you got to do business a certain way. Everybody's got an agenda and everybody's got a game that they're playing and everybody's trying to feed their family. But if you're taking sponsorship and you're taking advertising and you're doing those things and you're trying to tell me about independence, that that's the least independent business model that there is. You're taking someone else's money to say the things they tell you to say in an ad. That's the least amount of freedom you can have in business. And what happens when you do business with people that don't build 100% great products? Do you go out and tell people? The answer is no. We got to grow up in this industry a little bit. And I know that's one thing I love about our people here at HyperClean and all of our supporters is we're trying to grow up. We're trying to level everybody up together. Let's understand the game. Let's understand that it's okay. Let's understand we all have something we're selling to somebody somewhere. And you know what? Let's stop with the gibberish. Let's stop listening to people that don't actually do any work. Let's stop listening to people that don't actually have the experience and maybe have been sitting home for two, three, four years. That's what this world of hyper clean is about. It's about going out and doing and listening to the people that are really inside this thing, that are really doing this thing, that are really doing it at a high level. Go look at the specialist group. People that are in the hyper clean way, they're not sitting at home. They're not worried about taking sponsorships or advertising. They're just getting stuff done. They're building businesses. They're taking care of their cars. They're going to car shows and winning. It's amazing to see, man, when everybody's on the right level and everybody can see exactly how things work, nobody has any animosity. I don't care if some, I think it's great people get sponsored and take advertising dollars. I think that's awesome. I root that on, but don't speak out of both sides of your mouth. If you're taking advertising dollars, man, take them with your head hell high and stop talking about being independent because you aren't, you're sponsored. Nike athletes can't tell you 90% of it's garbage. They got to tell you Nike's the greatest thing ever. Adidas is the greatest thing ever. great when you understand the game it's even better when you're not bitter about it that's the real holy grail everybody have a great weekend enjoy some family time some barbecue some burgers and dogs go join us at the hyperclean specialist group check us out at hypercleanstore.com i gotta get my butt back into the shop running a little behind on this full body ppf I know all of you can relate. Keep killing it out there. Talk soon.